step inside my living room Share a little talk By roads walked and lessons learned Keeping the flame of faith burning I wanna know where you've been What you found out Spread some light in the darkness Spread it all about In the height In the height Put it all in the height Hello and welcome to Hat Radio This is a special show with Avram Rosenzweig It's called our Corona Radio Show on Kindness and Information. So we're all going through the same thing, it seems. And many of us are quarantined, staying in the house or staying close to the house. And I figured it would be wise or smart to talk a little bit about sort of the communal challenge that we're all facing. It's actually a worldly challenge, but most of my listeners are to be found in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Welcome to those in the States and in Israel and other outlying areas. One of the things that I believe is crucial in times of stress like this is it's a voice of calmness. It's a voice of peace. And it's listening to somebody who has something to say that will calm you, that will make you feel relaxed that will make you feel as though you're not alone. And I believe that because of the times we live in, with social media, the internet, emails, texts, what's up, and the list goes on and on and on, we actually have this tremendous ability to respond to a crisis situation as the coronavirus in a way that really has never existed before. So my first message to to you today on Corona Radio, courtesy of Hat Radio, is use your social media. You obviously are by listening to this show, but extend that. Get on there and text away, email away, what's up away. Of course, there's always a telephone. And I think that it's most important that we don't find ourselves alone. Now, there are many people out there who do live by themselves. Sometimes we call them shut-ins. Maybe they're older folks. And our responsibility to them is to share this information. And if they don't know how to use it, then to teach them how to use it. I think the beautiful thing about times of crisis, if you will, It also gives us the chance not to worry about things, but to worry more so about our relationships, to worry more so about what other people are needing and how we can give to them. And what I would say is, if you know somebody who lives in your condominium, in your building, lives in your neighborhood, someone you know from your synagogue, from your church, from your mosque, and you just happen to know that they don't have a real, real strong handle on social media or on these tools that are connecting us with others, well, then give them a shout and walk them through it. Teach them. Let them know what you know. 
Tell them that, that it's okay because you are only a click away. You're only really a computer away. And that's a really beautiful thing. The other thing that I want to share on Corona Radio is uh, information. Now, I think the best piece of information that I have gleaned so far, which I want to share with you, is don't don't over-information yourself. <laughs> Make sure for your mental health that you establish two or three places to go for information and stay there, man. Stay there. Uh, a lot of people are looking at the World Health Organization, and that would be the WHO.INT for information, and I'm going to guess that there's a lot of good information there, as well as the CDC, and also, if you live in Canada, the Canadian government. Um, I printed up this piece from the CDC, and it's the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, about ways and means of managing anxiety and stress, and indeed, that is what they say first off, manage your information. That, that is a huge piece. Make sure that you're not sitting in front of CNN, man. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. Really. Don't do it. Like, remember uh, 9-11? So many of us were just riveted and glued to the TV thinking that it's kind of going to help us get through uh, a stressful time and if, God forbid, something else were to occur. Um, I'm not sure that it did that. I think it probably freaked out a lot of people more so day to day. And I think that's what's happening now. I, I, I know the situation is fluid, and it's really changing day to day. It depends really how you, you slice the cake. Some people will say it's changing dramatically every day. Other people will say that it's just little pieces here and there, which we need to adjust to. As an example, the numbers that we're looking at having to do with worldwide infection is up around 150,000. And last week, it was somewhere around 115,000. So to some people, that may be a dramatic move percentage-wise. To other people, it's it's not so much of our information it has to do with how we define it, how we look at it, how we analyze it. Um, that being said, again, one of the most important pieces here is choose your information and stay with it. Obviously, you can go outside of it. You're the master of your own social media. Um, but just don't go crazy, you know, just plowing through website after website after website, trying to convince yourself about a, a particular eventuality or about a statistic that you believe to be true. I was on the phone with a friend yesterday, and he was convinced that there, were, there had been many deaths in Canada. Uh, because of the coronavirus. And I was telling him so far from what I see, there's only been one. And he was quite surprised at that. Um, but that was a guy who was on watching TV all the time. Like really, he cannot pull himself away. So pull yourself away. You should know uh, informationally, it's really important that if you're uh, feeling sadness, if you're feeling depression or anxiety, um, if somebody feels like they want to harm themselves, uh, 911 is there. Uh, there also is here in Canada, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 1-844-244-3171. Fear and worry about your own health and the health of your loved ones is inevitable. Just don't over-worry. Try not to adjust your sleep patterns or your eating patterns. Sleep well. Get your seven or eight hours of sleep a night. And make sure that you have your three meals, you have your snacks. Don't adjust on that. Uh, if you have um, 
an alcohol or tobacco addiction or other drugs, try not to increase that during these times. I do understand how somebody may want to take another shot and go, hell man, I just saw an increase in numbers. I'm going to take another shot. Speak to yourself, you know, tell yourself, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Limit the amount of drinks you have a day or the amount of joints that you have a day. Be really, really careful with that because you and I both know that you want to keep your head about you. You want to make sure that you have your feet on the ground. Nothing wrong with having a drink, a schnapps. Nothing wrong with having a joint. It's legal in Canada. But just don't overdo it, okay? Important, very important. Um, Some of you have gone into quarantine. That means you're staying in your house for up to 14 days. That can be extraordinarily difficult, especially if you have children, in particular if you have young children. And not all teens and not all children respond to stress in the same way. Some of them will be excessively crying or there will be an irritation to you and or your partner. They might return to certain behaviors that they have outgrown. Some of them might display excessive worry or sadness. And it's really up to you as a parent really to take hold of yourself, to ask for information from role models whom you trust and to be calm and to share perhaps stories with your children that ensure that they are calm. There are a lot of beautiful pieces out there that you can find on the internet that are so soothing and so beautiful and so inspirational. Take a look. Do a Google search on short stories or stories inspirational having to do with times of stress. I just pulled up a couple here. I'm going to read, I don't know, two or three to you that I find are really calming to me. And they are because it's a slice, you know, they reflect a slice of life whereby someone is being extraordinarily kind to somebody else. And you and I both know that when you see kindness, when you feel kindness, when you sense kindness, that in itself slows the world down ever so slightly and just makes your environment a much more peaceful and calm one. So listen listen to a really nice story. It's called a bus conductor. So she goes, I'm not that great in English, but I will try my best. A great beginning for a story. One day I got into a bus and the conductor came uh, near to me. I gave him my money and I said the name of the place that I wanted to go to. But the conductor got angry and he said, are you blind? This bus will not go to that place. She said, I felt so sad. She, and she started to cry. At that time, with all my energy drained out, I said to the conductor, I, I am blind. I only have one eye to see through. She goes, I always try to, to hide this reality, but it's not about hiding reality. She says, it's about telling, telling people who you are. What that conductor did was he said to the driver to stop the bus and he helped me get into another bus, which goes to that place that I needed to go to. 
She writes, my dear friends, we always try to hide our reality. Don't do that. If you want to achieve something, the whole world will help you. You have to be true to yourself and be a motivation to others. I really like this story because in times like this, during the coronavirus crisis, yeah, she's right, man. Like, reach out and tell somebody if you're feeling really shitty, you know, if you're feeling really badly. It's not unusual at all. It really isn't. Like, I sit here in my place, and sometimes I'm just thinking to myself, oh, my God, I feel like I'm in a jail. It's kind of interesting with me, though, because I have agoraphobia, <laughs> which means a fear of open spaces. I don't do a lot of traveling. Those who know me know that. So, you know, being agoraphobic, staying home, this is actually a good excuse to stay home. But when you have to stay home, especially, you know, if you're in quarantine and you can't go out, uh, your place can start to feel like a jail. So you have to reach out to other people and say, look, man, I'm going nuts here. I'm going batty. I can't take this. I'm going out of my mind. And in your mind, you have to train yourself to be able to go outside of these walls. And you can do it. You can do it. So make sure to reach out as much as you can. Here, here's a beautiful story called Caring. In a ramshackled house far from the village lived a young man who was mentally impaired. He was always uh, seen in the village working hard to fill his old bag with discarded items and scraps of food. The children of the village sneered at him. The elderly villagers looked down on him. One day, the villagers learned that the young man had passed away. He had died alone. When they went to his house, they were surprised to find the man's parents, sickly and bedridden, in the lonely and secluded house. The shock of their discovery brought them to their senses. They quickly realized that the young man whom they had disregarded in their village, despite his mental and physical impairments, was devoted to taking care of his sick and bedridden parents until the day he died. With his death, he taught the villagers a valuable lesson. We can never make assumptions about others, for sometimes the most caring individuals are those we wouldn't suspect. So that's another thing. Being that we have time in our hands now and we're not so concerned with things, we're not going out to work and have to sit on our computer all day. We may be doing that at home. But still, because of this suspension of time and space, if you will, uh, we are forced into dealing with something other than the mundane that we normally deal with, and it's called relationships. So those people out there who you felt as though you should have connected with a while ago, now's your chance. Those people out there who you suspect, well, they've never been that helpful, or I don't think they can perk me up, or I don't think they can help my children. Guess again, maybe you've misread them. Maybe because of how they're responding to the coronavirus, that a certain humanity is coming out in them. You know, that you can really, really see and that you can use and you can share your own humanity with them. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Now's the time to do it. It's a really interesting time, folks. Because like my buddy Bird said, I'm real curious to see the kindness that comes out of this worldwide virus. And so am I. And I can tell you one thing, as difficult as this situation can be or might be, God forbid, is as high the level of kindness that we will experience and see. In fact, the kindness will outdo the damage that the virus causes. It will because it has to, because that's humankind. We rise to these occasions. And I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Draw upon your kindness. Draw upon your goodness. 
What one of the things that you know throughout history has always helped people in terms of finding what we call in Jewish a rofua, a cure for the depression, for their anxiety, for their sadness, are songs, right? Here's a few songs that you might want to listen to that are songs that help with stress. One of them is called Upside Down by Jack Johnson. Another is called Girl with the Flaxen Hair by Debussy. Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Remember that song? Every Age by Jose Gonzalez. Someone Like You by Adele. Beautiful song. Resolution by Matt Corby. John Mayer wrote a song called Shadow Days. Someone on Facebook commented on that song saying it's empowering. It reminds me of everything I've made it through. So when I'm anxious, I listen to it to get myself back and remind myself that I'll get through whatever it is. Uh, It's purported that the most relaxing song in the world (laughs) is the song called Weightless by ambient band Marconi Union. According to a marketing study conducted by Dr. David Lewis Hodgson, indeed, Weightless is the most relaxing. It was a song was produced by the band in collaboration with the British Academy of Sound Therapy. The song makes use of many musical principles that have been shown to individually have a calming effect. By combining these elements in the way Marconi Union have has created the perfect relaxing song. The study found this to be the world's most relaxing song. It contains a sustaining rhythm that starts at 60 beats per minute and gradually slows to around 50. While listening, your heart rate gradually comes to match that beat. Now, there's also poetry. Poetry that will relax you. Poetry that will inspire you. Poetry that will calm you. Emily Dickinson, the great poet, wrote a poem called It's All I Have to Bring Today. And it goes like this. It's all I have to bring today, this and my heart beside, this and my heart and all the fields and all the meadows wide. Be sure you count, should I forget, someone the sum could tell, this in my heart and all the bees which in the clover dwell. Strawberry Swing are lyrics by Coldplay, and they go like this. They were sitting, they were sitting in the strawberry swing. Every moment was so precious. They were sitting, they were talking in the strawberry swing. Everybody was for fighting, wouldn't want to waste a thing. Cold, cold water, bring me around. Now my feet won't touch the ground. Cold, cold water, what you say? It's such a perfect day. It's such a perfect day. I remember we were walking up to Strawberry Swing. I can't wait till the morning. Wouldn't want to change a thing. People moving all the time inside a perfectly straight line. Don't you want to just curve away? And it's such it's such a perfect day. It is such a perfect day. Right on. Indeed it is. Books, man. Books. What about books to read when you are feeling stressed? So I found a, a really great list of books online and I'm going to tell you about a few of them some of which I have read already have you ever read Tortilla Flat by John Steinbeck Tortilla Flat is so unlike any other uh, Steinbeck books it all it almost doesn't feel like this is by the same author who wrote Grapes of Wrath or East of Eden but it is and you'll run into the same Californian imagery and simplicity of language however this book is different it's hilarious it's very Don Quixote-esque 
Tortilla Flat, a story about Danny and his band of thieves and their love for wine and women will make you laugh as it will remind you about loyalty at its finest. Oh, yes, and maybe it's worst. Tortilla Flat by John Steinbeck. You can order that online. Nine Stories by J.D. Salinger. My sister Naomi had that in her library many years ago, and I certainly did peruse it at that time. I often think of J.D. Salinger whenever I'm feeling crappy about myself. I love The Catcher in the Rye, and who didn't? When I was in high school, I thought I really identify with Holden, and I guess that's why we read Salinger in, in the 10th grade. But I outgrew Catcher and started reading Salinger's short stories, which are a whole lot better. They're still whimsical, but sad and beautiful. If you're feeling angsty, i.e. full of angst, read nine stories. Lunch Poems by Frank O'Hara. No One Belongs Here More Than You by Miranda July. If This Isn't Nice, What Is? Advice to the Young by Kurt Vonnegut. And Slouching Towards Bethlehem by Joanne Didion. By the way, there's a great documentary on Netflix about Joanne Didion. Very, very challenging life, but she has managed to stand up to it with tremendous amounts of courage. A little bit more information. Uh, and again, I do not want to overload this show with information because everybody is gathering information of their own. And uh, far be it from me to overload you once again. However, <laughs> that being said, what do we know about the virus? Well, COVID-19 virus is a member of the coronavirus family that made the jump from animal to humans late last year. Many of those initially infected either worked or frequently shopped in the Wuhan seafood wholesale market in the center of the Chinese city of Wuhan. Unusually for a virus that has made the jump from one species to another, and it appears to transmit effectively in humans, what can I do to stop the virus? You got to wash your hands. Apparently, you have to do it for 20 seconds, whether you're at work or whether you're at home. So for those of you who are leaving the house, going to work, make sure that you have access to a tap and so pick up a bar if you don't have any at work. Uh, use hand sanitizers, gel if soap and water are not available. Avoid touching your face. Uh, cough or sneeze into a tissue or the crook of your elbow, not your hand. And put the uh, used tissues in the bin. Avoid close contact with people who are showing possible symptoms. I would tell you, by the way, if you find that I am giving out misinformation, then please uh, tell me, and you can get me at avram at hatradio.ca. That's A-V-R-U-M at hatradio.ca. Once again, I'm trying to get the information that is appropriate, and that seems right at this time. I will tell you, a few days ago, I shared some information, which apparently was from Stanford. You might have seen it, having to do with drinking water. I shared that with my son, and I, I learned very quickly that that information was misinformation. So be very careful, because in the beginning of crises, what happens is all kinds of stuff goes out. We're going to call it shit. All kinds of shit goes out that is simply not true, right? So be discerning. Again, find the websites, find the information that you believe have credibility, like the World Health Organization, like the Canadian government. Is there a cure for COVID-19? Not at the moment. 
but drugs that are known to work against some viruses are being trialed in China, where there are thousands of patients and new trials are starting in the U.S. and other countries. In fact, if you're doing your reading, and I'm sure you all are, you'll find that there are uh, there's a lot of lab work going on around the world. I've seen a bunch of stuff coming out of Israel. They seem very positive about the potential to find something and uh, take it to trial. Taking it to trial will take about a year. So the upside is we could be f- close to finding something. The challenge is that it's going to take a while to figure out if it works on human beings. Uh, there's stuff happening in Canada, too, at the Sunnybrook Hospital, a hospital that I feel near and dear to as they helped me during my times of stress. And, um, and I'm very grateful to them for, for helping me through things. So Some people are doing some very cool stuff during this coronavirus scare. I, I would really recommend to you that you follow their lead. Like by me doing this podcast, I honestly feel that I have an assemblance of control over what's going on in my life and even outside of my life. The the idea that I'm sharing this with you, I strongly, strongly sense that I'm not alone because I know that people are listening and I I know that people are going to benefit from this. We all need to hear a calming voice, which is what I'm trying to do here. Now, here you have a young woman who developed a product that she's getting out there and people are responding to. And no doubt in my mind, she's feeling like, oh, my God, the coronavirus has come to visit humankind. We can't wait till it's gone. Go away, coronavirus. However, while this is happening, she has stepped up and she is trying to make the lives of many people better. Now, how is she doing that? Her name is Becky Wass. W-A-S-S, and she has created Viral Kindness. It's a postcard to help people self-isolating because of coronavirus communicate with others. She lives in Cornwall, Ontario, and she has created this postcard aimed at helping people who are self-isolating. She's 30 years old. She came up with the idea to create shareable cards which allow people to offer help to their neighbors Uh, If you're self-isolating, she says, I can help. The cards read with spaces for a name, address, phone number, and possible tasks that the recipient might need help with, including picking up shopping and a friendly phone call. So I'm flipping over the page here, as you just heard, and I'm looking at it. It's very cool. Hello, if you are self-isolating, I can help. My name is Avram. I live locally in Toronto. My phone number is dun-dun-dun-dun. If you are self-isolating due to COVID-19, I can help with picking up shopping, a friendly phone call, posting mail, urgent supplies. Just call or text me, and I'll do my best to help you for free. And she writes at the bottom, coronavirus is contagious. Please take every precaution to ensure you are spreading only kindness. That's a great line, man. Avoid physical contact, two-meter distance. Wash your hands regularly. Items should be left on your doorstep. You can find this at hashtag viral kindness. Very cool. And accolades to Becky West from Cornwell, Ontario. There's a lot more to tell. There's a lot more to say, but I'm going to limit that right now. I do want to thank you so much for listening. We're going to call this Corona Radio. If you have a better name, let me know. And it's brought to you by Hat Radio. I think there's a few things that are really important to sign off with. 
Number one is take really good care of yourself. Make sure you follow the instructions of the pundits, the experts. Things are changing all over the world, but we have a certain benefit for those who live here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, in that other countries are uh, actually a little bit ahead of us, so we can follow in their path, and we can pick up on things that they're doing that help out a lot. The other thing is share. Share your kindness. Share your goodness. Make sure that even if you are a shut-in, make sure that even if you are um, you know, sort of putting yourself outside of society for 14 days, that you recognize there are people out there, and sometimes they're only a click away. Sounds like a Rolling Stones song. I was watching in Italy this amazing video that you have pockets of neighborhoods whereby the apartments are very, very close to one another. There's sort of a little courtyard that runs down the middle. And what they're doing is they're singing. <laughs> so one block will sing with another block, and they'll sing with another block, and then they'll sing with another block, and you get this entire Italian block, this entire Italian neighborhood, singing these magnificent songs together. And I must tell you, you can see the smiles on their faces, even though you can't see their faces. Make sure you get your information and make sure that you do it uh, wisely. Ask those out there whom you trust, who are pretty bright, who have a good sense of how to read the media, where you might go for the information that you're going to use. And uh, make sure that you are uh, washing your hands. 20-second wash. Wash it really well. And that's at home and at work. And if you don't have soap at work, then uh, take a bar with you. Okay? Be kind, man. Be kind. If you can help somebody, help them out. Do it in the way that makes sense. Do it in a healthy way. It might be a phone call. It may be a visitation. Who knows? It might be a gift. But this is a chance. This is our time to really step up in a very scary time to many and to actualize the goodness inside of us. And we all have it. We've all read the stories about people during the wars, people during famines, people after natural disasters, and how they made sure that they, their neighbors were okay, how they made sure that the old woman or the old man down the street was taken care of, made sure that they had food. Let's do that. Let's step up. Let's make sure that something very, very beautiful comes out of this very challenging situation. And finally, I understand your worry and I understand your fear. I too am worried. I have a boy who's 13. I have a big family. I have many friends, many people whom I love, many people who love me. And I, of course I'm worried. Of course I am. But I have hope. We live in a time which is magnificent in so many ways that we have the medical knowledge, the scientific uh, wherewithal to come up with something that is going to help all of us. I truly believe that there is great wisdom in our world, brilliance, and that people are working 24-7 to make sure that you and I are going to be okay, and we will be okay. This is going to pass. In Hebrew, we say, gum zuyavor. This too will pass. And it will, my friends. It will. Show your love. It'll speed things up. Show your kindness. That'll make sure that this thing stops in its tracks as soon as possible. And make sure to take real good care of yourself. With great love, thank you for listening to Corona Radio. Brought to you by Hat Radio. I love you guys. You've been listening to Hat Radio with Avram Rosenzweig. 
Sponsored by Goodness and Positivity. Hat Radio, the show that schmoozes. Step inside my living room. Share a little talk. By roads walked and lessons learned. Keeping the flame of faith burning. I want to know where you've been. What you found out. Spread some light in the darkness. Spread it all about in the hat, in the hat, put it on.